facing today. The challenges the disciples faced in their time. I'm going to be asking questions. Look at today's world and answer this. Do you think we're facing the same challenges? I'm asking, guys. Do you think that in comparison with the challenges the disciples faced in just a small region of the world, the challenges we are facing today, can we equate them? No. Not at all. Not at all. We are in the days and time where, I mean, even the, the cloud of witnesses will be like, wow, they've got it real bad. I mean, we had our own, we had, we, had, we had our experiences in our own time, but these ones have got it real bad. Real bad. And so if the level of giftings, I believe that the arsenals of God is inexhaustible. I believe so. And I believe that God is systematic. I believe that God is, God is a God of process. I believe that I believe that God is a God of process, right? And I, I believe that through scripture, we will see that there were things that were kept as mysteries to be revealed to a future generation. I believe that there are possibilities in God that are yet to be tapped into. And so whilst, you know, uh, um, the record of the apostles the record of the, of, the, of the apostles of the time could capture a certain number of dimensions of the Holy Ghost. But I truly believe, the Holy Spirit, but I truly do believe that there are dimensions we are yet to see. I believe it strongly. I believe it. Because remember when we're talking about uh, there is a river. Who remembers that teaching, there is a river? There is a river. All right. Now, um, we did say that the earth is groaning in weight of the manifestations of the sons of God, right? Till today, the earth is still groaning. The earth is still waiting for the manifestation of sons. Why is the earth waiting? We said in that teaching, please go back to YouTube, you know, teachings are there. You know, I'm just trying to give a, you know, a background. When we go back to that teaching, we'll see that there is a river that flows out of Eden. You know, we did disabuse the idea that there's it is the garden that is called Eden. No, in scripture, it is not called Garden of Eden. It is a garden at the east of Eden. So Eden is a place. The garden is on the eastern part of Eden. It's not exactly Garden of Eden, as people have initially thought. Now, there is a river that flows out of Eden that nourishes that garden. And so man did not have to toil. So I'm not going to go into that because we did do, do a full teaching on that, but man did not have to toil. However, the earth was just yielding and man was tending. Man's responsibility was to tend. That is why when scripture begins to talk about, you know, uh, I am the vine, you know, and you are the branches. Nobody talks about toiling. It talks about tending to the garden, pruning the branches. This is the exact assignment given to Adam to tend to physically now, to tend to the garden, to ensure that it multiplies. 
All he needed to do was put the seed into the ground. All he needed to do was multiply whatever was there. The earth was yielding of its own. Why? Because there was a river. However, when the Lord cursed the earth, the river was removed. The river was retracted. The river was disconnected. And once that happened, man was cursed to toil. And so the earth is still groaning under that curse, waiting for the sons of men, sons of God who will understand what they have been called to do in this time and in this age to restore that order, groaning in anticipation, in wait. The earth remembers when it was juicy, when it didn't need to strive, it didn't need to stress. Because there was a river that flew out of that flew that 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 that, that was called that flows out of Eden. Now we see in Jesus that Jesus started to talk about that river again, and it says, "Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters." He says, "I will make rivers in desert." He's not talking about normal course of rivers. No, there is a different river that I was talking about. And so those days, clearly, clearly, if those days have already been fulfilled, you know that there are things written in scripture that has not yet happened. Mighty things written in scripture that have not yet happened. And so there are things that must still happen. Some of them will happen in your day and in your time. And so Peter was speaking to you and I, a future generation royal priesthood, royal priesthood, one set aside, a special set of people unseen before. And you see, the world is going to continually, continually get you to a place where you don't believe this reality. And as long as your mind cannot hold on to this reality, it's impossible. If your mind cannot hold on, cannot receive that reality, it's impossible to walk in it. Once these things are able to crystallize, it says, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith? Are there people willing to believe? Are there people willing to believe? Willing to truly believe that there is more in God? That there are possibilities in God. That there is dominion in God. You see, I'll be very honest with you guys. Um, if we look at the way the world is set up, the way the kingdoms of this world are set up, you know, sometimes you can hear people go like, oh, and the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God. We are taking these kingdoms. We are taking... And sometimes, you know, who's going to be honest with me? It sounds like... This is for our jokers. How do you want to take the tech kingdom? How do you want to take the 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 what's it called the retail kingdom? How do you want to take the 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 the, the oil and gas systems? Anybody ever thought, ever thinks like that a few times? You just wonder how is this thing going to happen? Anybody? When you hear people say fantastic things, it sounds good to the air. It sounds like you know these people in church just like giving themselves hope. How are they ever going to take over? How are they going to ever take over the media industry? How are they ever going to beat Hollywood at their game? How are they going to take the education mountain? Anybody ever feels like that? 
Or I'm the only one who, fe who feels like that, who, who used to feel like that? Anybody? Anybody? That's a question sometimes too. Many times we hear these things and we're like, how is this even possible? But we must remember at the beginning of our journey in the New Testament was exactly how will these things be? How will these things be? Oh, dear angel, I hear you. I receive. But how will this thing be? And he says, it will be by the power of the highest. And so you see, why I want us to go back and I will give specific assignments on the previous series we've had is because I want you to listen and listen again. I want you to sit down, get a pad, get a note, and, and, and make a course, make a path for your life. Found in scripture. Check through scripture. Listen to those messages again. Sit down with the Holy Spirit and say, Father, if this is how you ordained man from beginning, I need to see it. I need because if you don't see it, if you don't understand it, it will be difficult to handle. It will be difficult to handle. And so instead of just being a passenger, instead of just being a passerby, because I guarantee you, under God, as far as the Holy Spirit is still on earth, some I, I, I am in the name of Jesus, I am going to be amongst those who are going to walk into these dangerous realities. And I truly believe it. I truly believe it. You need to look at your life. Have you just been created just to come, go to school, have children, you know, marry, have children, you know, send them to school, retire, and then go back? Is that, is that all there is to life? No. No, there are some of us who are saying, Father, we are ready to go on the dangerous adventures you have for us. The dangerous adventures. We are ready to live a life worthy, worthy of your investment on us. And you see the intent of this, of this group, of this, you know, of this, this expression of the Somi ministries is to be able to sharpen people, to find people who will believe God. Hmm. Not who will believe the banking system, not who will believe secular mentors, which, and they are good. They have knowledge. But those who will believe Jesus, whose report will you believe? Those who will truly believe. I want to ask a question. You are intelligent people. And you see, as much as the spiritual things, there's something still called spiritual logic. Even though spiritual things are not ex exactly within the realm of logic, but you have the mind of Christ. I want to ask you a question. Where did Jesus pick all his disciples from? Who's going to answer me? Where did Jesus pick his disciples from? Did he pick them from the church? Did Jesus pick his disciples from the church? No. He didn't. Where, did he, where did he pick them from? From the marketplace. 
marketplace. He picked his disciples from the marketplace. You think that was random? No. 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 You see, the move of God, the move of God in these last days, we walk on two legs. One of those legs will be prosperity. The second leg will be power. One of those legs will be prosperity. The second leg will be power. You will see manifestations of the spirit like never before. Ancient mantles. Things that you've only read. You've only, you know, you've only glimpsed with God's generals will come back again. Things even the God's generals will be as part of witnesses saying, my goodness, we thought we saw it all. We thought we saw it all. Oh, there will be strange men, strange women. It will work on power and we also work on prosperity. Why will we work? Why will you work on prosperity? You are intelligent people. So I'm just going to be asking questions that I, I'm trusting the Holy Ghost with in keeping your mind. If in your, on your street where you live now, if it's a street, if it's a boulevard, if it's a Christian, wherever you live now, if we go out and we perform miracles and there are healings and there are restorations and a lot of things happen, how long do you think that will last before people return to their old ways. I'm asking intelligent questions now. That somebody comes to you and says, I have cancer. And then you lay your hands on the person and pray with the person and journey with the person. Healing can come through the medical process and there can be instantaneous, the, the, what we call the healing miracle. And the person comes back alive. Why is it that when things like that happen to people, they return back to the world? Has anybody ever thought about that? And I want to, I mean, a few persons, if you want to, you know, respond to that, you can raise your hands. Why, why does that happen? Why does that happen? Anybody? Why do you think that happens? Team. Um, so the, those miracles and everything, it sort of works, it works on the, the immortal body I mean, the mortal body and um, the world as it is, because those things are corrective measures for the fallen state of, of man. Um, before the fall, we never needed these things um, because we were, we, you know, we were in God's glory. We were hidden within his presence. So we were fine. Obviously, the, the world became sick. But that's why it's yearning for the for the you know the sons of God to arise, um, but yeah, it says these things are, are are categorized as seen things as well. It says you know heaven and earth will pass away, all these things will pass away, but love will still remain, right? Mm -hmm. But all these things, prophecies, everything will pass away. So you could categorize it under things that are seen. So it has no eternal value. There's no mm -hmm. eternity attached to it. But what it is, is what it is, is it's a it's a tool, it's a measure to bring one closer to Christ. So that draws you to Christ. But then after there has to be a renewing. 
because mm-hmm. outside, you know, the flesh can't be renewed, but the spirit can be renewed. So without the renewal of spirit, one will run back onto a place um, after they've received healing or, and, and things like that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So we see, you know, from what Tim is saying, you know, that while the flesh, you know, the state of the flesh may change, but there has to be spiritual renewal. Any other person has a thought process, you know, something, and there are no wrong answers. There are no wrong answers. What do you think? Why do you think there's that person you know or you've heard about who enjoyed the healing power of God? But today, they're still not serious about their work with God. What could be the reason? Anybody? Anybody? All right, if there's no one, you see... Sorry, I didn't, ask, hear. I didn't okay. hear your question. Okay, Sharon. So what I'm saying is, um, why is it? Do you, for example, I'm going to use an example. Um, Saturday, next week, Saturday is a SOMI session, right? SOMI physical meeting. And somebody comes with an illness and, you know, the person receives healing. But how come after receiving healing, you know, they seem to just go back on their ways or they just, they just don't still seek after God? Generally, not everyone, but generally, we see people enjoy healing, but... After that, they just move on with their lives. Why do you think that happens? Uh, I think they just probably came around for the sign and wonders, not for who God is or Jesus is. That's, that's what I think. Because if they're really seeking for God and not just the sign and wonders, they're really hungry and thirsting for God, they would stay back and want to grow more in the knowledge of God, not just for what. He can do for them, but because mm. they understand the love of God. Amazing. But- Amazing. I have a follow-up question. Now, if, if, why do you think, why do you think that they don't, because we are humans, whatever will give us an advantage, we'll love it. Is that correct? Sure. Whatever will give us any form of advantage, we'll run after it. Why do you think that they don't think God is God can give them an advantage or knowing and following after God is an advantage? I guess they just don't want to put in the work required to know and follow God. Mm. So in the other directions that they are following, uh, aren't they still putting in the work? I, I think uh, not necessarily because I think the way it's been, I think there's a, uh, I think the way things are happening right now is obviously people want, you know, the blessings, the instant miracles, but, you know, without, like, you know, Sharon just said, without the work and mm-hmm. also as well, it's been painted like obviously, you know, following, you know, as a, you know, as a faith Christianity, there's, there's that level of discipline that is required and people are not ready to go through that discipline. Plus, in addition as well, there's also the, we are not quite seeing, and you've mentioned this in the past, we're not quite seeing the results that should be coming with our work with God. It feels like I see there's so much struggle that is going on within the body of Christ rather than seeing 
actual results itself. So people will always obviously seek other means, given this whole microwavable mindset that we have, that we need to see things happening instantly because of just the way the world is functioning right now. I hope that makes some sense. Oh, that does, that does. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You see, um, um, one of the things that, you know, the Lord will have us do is to be very introspective, you know, because when we think deeply about things, we are able to fully communicate God's truth to people and it will make sense. You know, even before, even before they begin to encounter the spirit of the things, right? Now, um, now we say that there is the discipline required, you know, to follow God. Now, I would say that to, to be successful in any field, is there discipline required? Generally, is there any form of discipline required? Yes, completely. Uh, yeah. And so if there is discipline required to, to succeed in different areas, but people are still pressing, still prefer that form of discipline. Why do you think, why do you think they prefer that form of discipline? It validates, validates their action mm. or the outcome. Mm, mm. So, in other words, you are saying they are seeing results. Yes. Yeah. Now, so we can now intelligently say that the reason why they go in a certain people exert energy towards what they believe, what they believe gives them a defined result. Is that correct? It's more like um I don't know who spoke. I think it's Ify that spoke. Yes, I did. Like um I want it now thing. You know, sometimes when you are following God, it's not it just it doesn't always like come immediately, just like uh, people it's were tedious. saying. It's tedious. We're not ready to to go about through it all. The the other day people were saying, Oh, if when you want to grow in your fellowship with God, you might oh gave an appointment and say oh uh you sit down day one day two day three and nothing comes and you just pack your chest and say this is not working i'm going but then the way of the world is not like that and then okay even if the devil has said okay bring something something i want to do rituals money rituals for you or something they do it and even though they said oh do this thing for seven days and then it just works for them and they just see it forgetting that Oh, you have received this thing instantaneously, but when the repercussions will come, you will not like it. And for for our blessings from God, blessings of the Lord, make it rich and add no sorrow. So that I want it now thing is what I feel makes people just come to God for the signs and then just walk away. Can I can I add something to what Sean just said? I think it's also the fact that when you're going to an alternative medium for your results, they have given you the guarantee. Or the results because you're going to ask them that is this thing going to work and they tell you yes it's going to work right mm. <laughs> you know so you already know the end results already your mind's already preconditioned to that you would do anything because you already have been given a guarantee is the way the mind also works as well you know unlike what Sean just narrated you know that people say come day one day two day three day four there's no the person has not exactly narrated to the person who is seeking that you are guaranteed the results yet. Mm. 
so so we, we still come back to the concept of results okay. so what, we're, what we're saying is the reason people go in certain directions is because they see results is are we are, are we on the same page yes yes um, brilliant so now if we're saying that you know the results are there okay it means that any system right this is this is a discourse today any system that guarantees setting result men will flow to it is that correct 220 percent all right is the only if we could have believed this surely i'm not the only one who believes this it's the same way how you have uh sorry the same way how you have uh churches right you see a church, a particular movement, you know, whereby you can see them that they're getting test. You can see testimonies are just bursting through. Everybody will go towards that particular church because they were like, you know what, it's happening over there. Jesus is there. You know what, Jesus is there. You no, know, God is everywhere, right? But you'll find that there will not be all of a sudden a flock towards that, part- a pool towards that particular place. That's just my own understand i don't know if anybody else wants to kind of chip in but you know sometimes some um, ministers have already made themselves hello you're muted okay i'm sorry okay there are are times where um some pastors have been the only ones that they made the congregation believe that they are the only ones with the anointing. Okay, so they always go back there because when they go there, it is what the pastor says, do this and do this and you get an answer. And it works Mm -hmm. for some people. They come out and give these testimonies and everybody goes there the next time. Mm -hmm. They know that they don't have to do any work anymore. Because mm. pastor will do the job for me. Mm. So mm. they are always going back there. They do not want any relationship. All they want is you pray, let me get. You pray and let me get. You pray, let me get. Mm. I don't so know we would say, oh yeah, I absolutely I understand you. So we would say that you know we have encouraged the thought process of calm. God, the God of signs and wonders, wonders and go on. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. But in the world... Can I... Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Angela. Go ahead, Angela. No, no, because I was saying that even in the church, if we're going to use the church system of, of you know, why some, some people have learned that they just come and collect without mm. actually knowing that there's some work to be done is mm-hmm. poor discipleship, yes. And sometimes mm-hmm. that is done in such a way so that the congregation are dependent on whoever is leading in front. Mm-hmm. And the congregation itself becomes lazy. Whereas mm-hmm. that behavior is not really in the world. In the mm-hmm. world, you have to, you don't just rely on one. Mm-hmm. You have to show yourself approved in the world which is mm. what we're supposed to be doing in the church. But we Thank don't you. always do that. Thank you. Thank you. So this, this, this line of questioning, be patient with it, because what we're doing is to go back into mindsets, 
into mindsets, you will see that even in the world, there is process, a defined process. That is why many upcoming young people in the marketplace will say, ditch all that Christ nonsense. There is, there is process to everything. There is process. Now, in God, there is a supernatural advantage, but we, if you think process is not involved, it's a joke. Now, you would see that people come to, um, what's it called? People come to the body of Christ for healing because healing is just one of their requirements. But healing is not their core pursuit. I'll say that again. Every man has a core pursuit. And healing is a, a need that showed up because a problem showed up in their pursuit. You see what I'm saying? A problem showed up in their pursuit. Their health got you know, bad. And so they quickly branched to anywhere that can be either processed or instantaneous miracle to solve it. Is that correct? Yeah. All right, so when I get healing, so when I get my healing, you know, when I get my healing, I go back to my process, is that correct? Um, yes, you go back to the process to get the healing, only the specific healing. You, you go back to a process to get only that, not, not, not knowing that if you applied the process, the true process, or am I going ahead of your conversation here? So what, what, what I'm actually trying to point out is once I've received my healing, right? And I yeah. get up and I share a testimony. Look what the Lord has done. You know, look what, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done, right? So after that, the next Monday, where am I? <laughs> You're about yes. to square one. You're about to square one. And what is square one? Inactivity, not doing you you, no, no. you go okay. you're not okay let, let, me, let me bring it again this way all right i am on a journey right i have a life pursuit okay every human being has a pursuit but a health challenge comes as a as a okay like i'm driving a car and then i have a tire blowout right and so the only reason i'm going to a, going to a mechanic is because i have a tire blowout do you understand that? The only reason I'm going to the mechanic is because I have a tire blowout. Else, I have no business at the mechanic. Is that correct? Absolutely. You just continue your journey. Absolutely. So now the journey of a man is to what direction? To wherever they've set their heart. Say again? To wherever they have set their heart. Wherever they have set their heart. And in today's world, where have men set their hearts? Men, generally. To their own pursuits. Money. Men have set their hearts to success. On society's definition of success, I want to fulfill a goal. I want to fulfill a desire. There is something. If I ask everybody on this call, what do you want to do? Who do you want to become? There is a vision set ahead of you, whether it's a God-given vision or not. Is that correct? Is um, that correct? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, so basically, when the healing anointing comes, healing is only given to people who are sick, is it not? Yep. All right. And so sickness can be emotional. 
sickness can be physical and all of that, right? Now, healing is one of the fruits of the power of God, one. There are many more. However, there is something God puts to us clearly in scriptures. It says, every man has a master. I'll say that again. Every man has a master. And there are only two masters on earth. What are they? Man or mammon. Man or mammon. So it, one of these two is ruling over the affairs of men. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. So I just want this very, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm just joining into your mind, basically. That's what we're doing today. So now, one of these two is the pursuit of man. man. Man is serving one of these two at every point in time, right? And God is saying, look, upon this earth, this is it's not between me and Satan. It is between me and Mammon. What God is literally saying is the two most influential leaders upon the surface of the earth in the affairs of man is either God or Mammon. Is that correct? Yes, it is. So as soon as I get a word of prophecy from you, I need you to fund my agenda towards either God or Mammon. As soon as I get a healing and healing grace or healing miracle from you, I'm using it to fund an agenda towards either Mammon or God. Is that correct? True, yes. Aha. So anything I may want from God, even down to anointings as a pastor, if it were not so, pastors will not go to divine us for power. Is that correct? Mm. So the real thing that is sponsoring the pastor, the pastor or the man of God's desire to go and outsource power is he has two masters. He has chosen one of two masters, either God or Mammon. Is that correct? Yes. In this light, how important is the marketplace? It's, it's important because we're, we're, a lot of us are looking for how we can have passive income where we are not looking towards mammon so we can do the things we really want to do because mm. we realize it's one or the other. Mm. Mm. Amazing. Any other thoughts? Yeah, is that the whole world operates under the system of mammon mm. and there's so many souls in that system mm. that need to be, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So many souls in that system. Now, when Jesus came and started picking disciples, well, he started making them believers and then moved them onto disciples. Where did he pick them from? From the marketplace now, from everywhere, from wherever they were at that time. Brilliant. And so he picked them from the marketplace and says, I will make you fishers of men. Where are men found? in the marketplace simple that's what i want to i want i want you to i want you to own this as an idea i want you to understand this hmm. the church as a body where you go on sunday is a place for refueling yeah it's a place for re-energizing to go somewhere on monday equipping yeah it's a place to equip, to recharge, to strengthen, to impart, 
so that you can go somewhere else the rest of the week where the real assignment really is. The marketplace. The marketplace. Pastor Steve is here. And if 98% of the problems of people, in fact, if we ask everyone to write their prayer point, right? 80% of their prayer points, we can bracket it and just write money. Is that correct? Yes. You see, um, the Lord wants us to take the marketplace very serious because we never under, we didn't really understand how important it is. We thought it was just about the church. The church is just a hospital. The hospital is not the place for people to live. The hospital is a place for to 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 re-equip yourself, to go for checkups, to check, you know, what's going on with me, to fellowship with other people, to be re-energized for an assignment in the marketplace. And if we don't see it with if our minds don't conceptualize it like that, it will be a little problematic. Because if we cannot define the scope of the assignment, then we will just be, you know, beating around the bush. The marketplace. The mar- and you see, I hear people say, I'm not called to the marketplace. But well, that's not correct. That's not correct. Hmm. Should we? Hmm. Jezebel is in the marketplace. And do we know the number of things Jezebel deals in? I'm asking. Anyone, do you know the trading system? Okay, let's let's read it. Let's read it. Somebody read Revelations chapter mm, chapter 18 from verse 12 to 14. Let's read it. Revelation from verse 12 to 14. Revelations 18, 12 to 14. Let us read it. Put it in the comment section and somebody read for us slowly. Anybody? Revelations okay. 12 to 14. I'm reading from New Living Translation. Okay. So I said she bought great quantities of gold, silver, jewels, and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth, things made of fragrant thine. You're going, you're going too fast. All right. You're going too fast. I I'm want sorry. you to go. Okay. Go slow. All right. Okay. From verse 12. She brought great quantities of gold, silver. Go out the number of things Jezebel trades in. Okay. All right. Quantities of gold. Okay, go ahead. Silver, Mm. jewels, and pearls. Fine Mm. linen, purple, silk, Mm. and Mm. scarlet cloth. Mm. Things made of fragrant thine wood. Mm. Ivory goods and made of expensive wood Mm. and bronze, iron, and marble. She also bought cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, 
fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, wagons, and bodies. That is human slaves. Stop there. Stop. Stop there. I want you to stop there. Um, the marketplace. Ah. I want us to read, read this in uh, the King James Version. King James Version. King James Version. The King James Version. Verse, verse 12 and verse 13. King James Version, slowly. Okay. The merchandise... Go ahead. Okay. The merchandise of gold and silver mm. and precious stone and of pearls and fine linen mm. and purple mm. and silk and scarlet and all fine wood mm. and all manner vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of precious wood and of brass and iron and marble. Okay, verse 13. And cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and souls of men. Jezebel is a trader. She's in, I mean, you're intelligent people. Is there any sector that is not involved in all these things she trades in? Intelligent people, answer me please. Is there any sector that is not involved in all that she trades in? No, sir. That's not convincing. <laughs> is there any sector that you can see that is not involved in all that she trades in? It's, everything is there. I can't, can't think of anything else. Eventually, the souls everything. of men. Yeah. The souls of men. The souls of men. Even men's souls she's trading. The world in its entirety is a marketplace. Is a marketplace. Is a marketplace. Jesus paid the price for souls. It's a marketplace. In its entirety. And as long as Jezebel sits atop these mountains. The nations will continually flow to her in exchange for their souls. All Jezebel, the devil does not care about sectors. The devil is going for only one main commodity, the souls of men. Is that correct? Ladies and gentlemen, is that correct? Yes, he is. Jesus is not, 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 there's not, the kingdom of God is not interested in all these commodities. There's only one commodity the Lord is interested in. What is it? Souls. Simple. Simple. And as far as the earth remains, the journey of every man 
is on this highway to this mountain. So Jesus comes and goes straight to the marketplace and says, I know this is where the work is. Not to the church, not to the Pharisees, not to the Sadducees. He goes straight to the marketplace and picks 12. And then gives us the instruction, go ye into the world, into the marketplace. Because the eventual real trade is your soul. The eventual real trade is not about the career. Look, eventually it's not about, when we, when we die, do we take the, I mean, did Michael Jackson take the music industry with him when he died? Did he take all the money, all the ranch, all the, all the, all the, did he take it? No. 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 But we are called. Sure. You and I are called to hunt after souls, to go after souls. And you see these souls, there is a fixation, more like what you will call, uh, uh, um, as in a zombie-like manner, in a zombie-like manner, their eyes are fixated ahead on all the rewards of the marketplace. The only way, lasting way, that you will bring people to a system where in that same zombie-like manner, they will hunt after God. <laughs> Scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, all of it shall be added. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so these things, None of, you are, none of you is ever going to go and live like, uh, uh, what's his name, John the Baptist, eating wild honey and all of that. No matter how religious you may, you, may, you may think you are. You still want to wear clothes. You still want to earn a salary. You still want to pay rent over your head. You want a good house. You want a good car. You want to travel. But as long as those things interest you, you must submit to a system. And as far as that system is concerned, it is under the firm grasp of the devil. When he took Jesus up to show him the kingdoms of the world, he was showing him today. Jesus did not tell him you are a liar at that time. When he said, I own everything, he's under my control. He didn't tell him he's a liar. No, he didn't say so. He just told him, I will not bow to you. Jesus never told the devil he was lying at the time because for, for sure he was not lying. Now the keys of the kingdom have been taken and handed over back to us through the mystery of salvation. However, there is a possessing that must happen. We started, we, there's a series we did in Somi last year called The Occupying Army. We have to occupy. And so it is, the, the keys, the power base has been taken from the devil and handed to us. However, that the power has been taken does not mean that the territory has been taken. Yes, the authority to rule that place has been given, but until, until a man, until he here becomes an adult, grows, 
he will never be able to walk into his inheritance. And so if he remains a child, it's no different from the slave. And so there is a journey to taking these things experientially. In Revelation, it says, and the angel blew the trumpet and said, the kingdoms of the world has now become, has now become. That statement simply means it wasn't prior. Has now become the kingdom of our God. And of his Christ. And so the marketplace is a responsibility of all. I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't care about the marketplace. Here, no problem. Let me see your prayer point at the end of the month. No problem. Let me see your prayer point and I will tell you what is in control of the answers. What determines the answers. I know as Christians, we have held on to and believed, and it's not a lie the structure of God providing manna. But it's only for a while. It's only for seasons. It's only for certain seasons. There is a land that must be possessed. Yes, the people came and said they are great, great, uh, what's it called? They are, they, are, they are people in the land and they are huge. They are giants in the land. They are giants in this sector. But where are those who will say, like Joshua and Caleb, we will go, we will possess, we will possess. <laughs> A man as influential as a Jeff Bezos, if he stands up tomorrow and says, look guys, I'm not gonna lie to you anymore. The secret to my result is Jesus. In one fell swoop, I'm, I'm sure he's going to tweet it if he wants to say anything. That tweet alone has the power of making people hunger after Jesus. More than 50 crusades will. Am I correct? Am I correct, guys? Or I'm sounding too worldly? <laughs> no, you're correct. Why? Because he's at the top of the mountain. And every man's desire is to be at the top of a mountain. He is the epitome of success to many. So if he stands and says, guys, shall I be honest with you? What brought me here is Jesus and the power in the name of Jesus and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> See, I guarantee you under heaven, go and check the highest searches on Google, the next hour after he makes that tweet, and you see people searching, who is the Holy Spirit? Who is, who is this Jesus? How does it work? How does... This is the power. This is the assignment that is given to you and I. Hmm. And you may think, oh, it's such a huge thing. Hmm. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above all you can ask or imagine. 
according to the power that's at work in us. You see, the sole aim of this fellowship is not to give you information. No. The sole aim is to give you, give your mind all the equipings it needs to come into the full purpose, full calling of who you are, of your lives and destiny. The gospel will spread abroad through prosperity, he says. True prosperity, he says. The wings that carries the gospel to the ends of the earth is prosperity. And check what other system guarantees things going to the ends of the earth. Amazon. British Airways. Netflix. Microsoft. Twitter. Instagram. Dior. Coca-Cola. Else, you can be conducting miracles in a corner of Ilupeju and nobody will know about it. But when you ride on the wings of the marketplace, the television ministry, the media world, you can reach millions, 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 until we can get people to a point where I can sit here in Abuja and there is a meeting going on in Lagos as, as will happen next week Saturday. And I, I don't have any means of connecting, but I stay there in my spirit and I say, Father, there is no distance in the spirit. A meeting is going on, I am there. Until we can get to that point, we have to use Zoom. We have to use YouTube. We have to use all these mediums. Prosperity. The marketplace. He picked his 12 from the marketplace and sent them back into the world. Oh, they wanted to stay in Jerusalem. They had created a system for them to say, he sent persecution. Go abroad. Go abroad. Go tell it on the mountains. Go and tell it on the mountains. If you stand on a mountain, a physical mountain, and you are shouting, you will probably, even if, even if it's a megaphone, you'll probably think you are dreaming. He's not talking about literal mountains. Talking about the mountains of the marketplace. Go tell it on the mountains, over the hills, everywhere, every street corner. Oh, when the Lord talks about, when scripture talks about wisdom, where is wisdom standing? At the corner of the marketplace, shouting, Come to me. The marketplace is the place where the souls of men are exchanged. Their engineer, their teacher. They're footballer, whatever it is that the Lord has called you to. The real transaction is souls of men. Souls of men. The real transaction is not money. The real transaction is not houses. It's not cars. We will leave all those things behind. Not a penny are we taking when we die. The real transaction is souls of men. And you see these souls of men? Jesus wasn't too bothered. Where was Lazarus when he, that he raised from the dead at the cross? Where were all the people he healed? No. They went about their lives. 
Even Peter, even the disciples went back to the marketplace. Why? There is something a man seeks for every day. It is in the marketplace. Achievement, success. It's in the marketplace. When the man even comes and says, oh, BBP, I need a miracle. Ask him what kind of miracle. Mostly marketplace miracle. When people say, oh, there's so much generational attack in my family. They are not allowing us prosper. What does prosper mean? Marketplace. Marketplace. And so I am called to, as an evangelist, don't be deceived. You are called to the marketplace. Your, your transaction is direct souls. Direct souls. Souls. Raise a prayer now. And say, let every evil that is holding you back, holding you back from what? From marketplace success. When we embrace this truth, we come to the understanding of what we are called to and then align ourselves. Align ourselves. The people in the marketplace have gone leagues ahead. We will need to import technologies from the realms of the heavenlies to beat them at their game. Oh, it's not. You see, we're not going to compete with them. They have gone years. They are 200 years ahead. But there is one who controls time. There is one. Oh, there is a river. I love that teaching. There is a river. There is a river, ancient river. Everything, everything, even Jesus paid the price. Paul says we are born servants. Everything. Everything. Even till tomorrow, the devil is seeking worship. We'll give you anything just to give, receive worship from him, from you. Everything is tied to the marketplace. The marketplace. And so what are we called to do? With the precision, with precision, climbing those mountains and planting the flag of Jesus on it. That everyone looks up. It says, and the mountain of the Lord's house will be exalted and the nations will flow to it. Is that not what scripture says? What we make nations flow to something? Hmm. What will make nations flow to something? Results, resources, sustenance. They can see themselves in Jesus being on that mountain they believe they can succeed. If I have Jesus and Jesus is the head of this mountain, I can get there. This is how humans are wired. This is how our minds are wired. If I ask you today, if we ask the angels to play a screen of your thought processes from morning till night, today alone, the majority part of your thought process is tied to success in the marketplace. How do I do this? How do I do this better? Who do I call? How do I need this? I need this. I need that. What's sponsoring that need? I need to prove that my life is not a waste. I've been doing this for a long time. What would God say? Why? Hey, what would people say? Hey, God, people will say, how, how come I serve you and there's no result in my life? Mm -hmm. Don't black me, God. What you are saying is that I want marketplace success. Men, as spiritual as we all are, we still have desires. 
we still have accomplishments. Some of us have found ours in Jesus, but we don't deceive ourselves. We don't sound you know, sanctimonious and say it's not in the marketplace. No, we know. We know what we are called to. We know the equippings of the Spirit of God in our life, and we know what it is for. And we will journey. We will journey into it. So today is just a review, to be honest. But today I want to charge you. Go back into those teachings and find yourself in it. Find yourself in it. There are five sessions. Find yourself in it. Write a peculiar story about yourself in those five messages. That's the assignment for the next two weeks. Go over those messages. Write a peculiar, write about yourself. Oh, someday we will get into prophetic mapping. How you find yourself in scripture. It is written concerning you. Jesus did, you will. But find yourself. All your goals, all your aspirations, look at where it points to. And then we can begin. We have not really started the curriculum. We have not. We're still doing introduction. Because the first assignment is your mind. It's not your physical, it's not your bank account, it's not your, it's not even your what you currently do. The first assignment is in your mind, the battle of the mind. Once we get your mind in line with Christ, then we can truly begin. Do we have any questions? Any questions? If there are no questions, any contributions, anybody? Team, your hand is up. Did you just raise that? Oh, no, my, my hand's been up for, for, um, ah, okay. for a bit. No, but I didn't want to stop the flow. Um, what's interesting is that I was reading Isaiah 55, and, I, and I've known this scripture for a long time, but I, always, I haven't really spent time reading the topic. I always read from verse 11. Um, it says the free offer of mercy it says everyone who thirsts come to the waters and you who have no money come buy grain and eat so say if you have no money you can still buy grain and, and eat right yeah. so come buy wine and milk without money and without cost simply accept it as a gift from God I'm mm. reading AMP as well so why do you spend money for that which is not bread and your earnings for what does not satisfy listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight in abundance incline your ear to listen and come to me here so that your soul may live and i will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies promised and shown to david listen carefully i have appointed him they representing the messiah, representing the messiah to be a witness to the nations regarding salvation the leader and commander of the people there so i was reading this and I see that, you know, there's a there's something about this this water that has come up again. This water, yeah. the living waters, the waters, waters. There's something about this water. And after having, you know, with the kingdom of God, right, where it's just like a person that scatters seed. So you, you know, your seed yeah. could be anything. It could be finance. It could be faith. It could just be your ears. It could be your your mind. It could be your hardware. Whatever it is, but don't doesn't know what happens in between. And then there's, yeah. there's there's a miracle that comes from heaven because the 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 things of God, everything that has to do pertaining the things of God is that living water just multiplies. 
That's mm. why God is a God of multiplication because it just multiplies. It bears mm. fruit. It's sustained. It lives. It just multiplies. And that's why Christ says that um, when we hear a word and we receive and accept it, the end process is to um, multiply in terms of well, we're fruitful and we multiply 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. So there's a mandate to, to multiply, multiply whatever we touch. And it was, just, it was just interesting how you could have without no money um, come buy mm. a grain and eat. And then mm. it talks about the, 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 the waters and I just see it as, you know, a, a part of the package of God's mercy. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. You see, one of the beautiful things that is even in that scripture, I want us all to look at it. Isaiah 55 now. Um, um, you can see what God is saying. He's saying, look, there is a system in him, a system in him. But guess why he's making that system available? Let's read from verse 4, Isaiah 55 from verse 4. He says, behold, I'm going to put it in the comment section, Isaiah 55 from verse 4, behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a witness, a witness, an example, a proof of concept, a leader and commander to the people. Now, this is what will happen when you have connected to this source. Behold, you will call a nation that does not know you. And the nation that does not know you will run to thee because of the Lord your God. And for the Holy One of Israel. Why? Because he has glorified you. This is simply saying that the nations will run to you. Because you have found a superior system. You have, you have become a proof of concept. You have become a, a sure measure of result. He then says, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Seek ye. There's no better thing than to come to the one who can sell to you without money. Hmm. In the book of Zechariah, I think, it says, it says that, and 10 men will hold on to your skirt, onto, onto the, 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 your clothes saying, take us to your God. Why do you think they're saying that? Initially, it's not because they had, they had you know, an encounter or anything. It is, Oga, this your result is, is, this is the dream. This is why a man can say, look, guys, if you want to be successful as I am, I, there's one Baba, they say, forget. Whatever that Baba wants to give, we'll take it. Take us to your God. Take us to your God. This is a reality we will contend for. Oh, Sumi, we are a supernatural people. We will, we will contend for this. Contend for this, that we can be effective witnesses. That's what it says in scripture. Because they will say the Lord has glorified these ones. We will be effective witnesses. Effective witnesses. This is the sole aim. Not, for, not, to, not to prove to the world that, ah, I told you people said I will say, no, 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 no not, not, nothing of such. Not all of those emotional, you know, um, um, emotional more cracking, really. It is simply to bear witness 
to the possibilities in God. This is why we are in the marketplace. Because when your result, when the result turn up, men will say, give me this, your God. I want it. I want it. So dimensions are being released. Why was the Anakazo released? Dimensions upon dimensions upon dimensions are being released. It is for you. And so I know we have succeeded in getting people into the church. But after Sunday, there is Monday, there is Tuesday, there is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then there's Sunday again. And even the Sunday is just three hours. There is a life after Sunday. These things have to find expression in your offices, in, your, in whatever assignment the Lord has given you. It has to. It has to. How shall we bear witness? How shall we speak of what we have not handled? How will people say? What kind of result will you wield that nations, Gentiles will run to you and their kings to the brightness of your rising? I promise you, I promise you, the queen of Sheba will always look for Solomon's. Always. The queen of Sheba represents the world system. Will always look for Solomon's. Always. I have heard of your reports. Alas, what I hear is not even half of, of, half, half of who you are. There is a possibility in God, guys. This is the journey. And I want you to own the process. You have to be an active participant. Nobody's going to piggyback you on this journey. You have to be willing. You have to be willing. This is not some pray for me, lay hands on me. No. Come, let us cultivate it together. Let us build it together. Because the reason why the body of Christ has not been able to replicate results is because people just get it by laying of hands. And so when it's time to replicate it, there is no science. There is no process. We can't do anything about it. But when we journey, if the devil picks Jesus and takes him up to the mountain, how will Jesus call the next person to come up the mountain? But when Jesus climbs the mountain, one step after the other, he blazes a pathway. There is a path that the lions have not treaded upon. It blazes a pathway for others to follow. Many of the things we know is because the mysteries were committed into many people's hands. If there were mysteries that were committed to Paul, what mysteries are still there in heaven that God is waiting on you and I to commit them to our hands? Hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a, the battle we are fighting, and while, that's why we're going to take it slow. We're going to go back over teachings. Go back over teachings. Why? Because we're trying to reformat your mind that has been formatted for over 30 years. 20 plus, 30 plus, 40 plus years. You have been programmed to think a certain way. And demons have sat on that fortification. Hmm. Sat on that fortification. And so we keep programming light to come in, light to come in. It's a battlefield of the mind. 
Once your mind gets it, there is nothing impossible to those who believe. Do you believe that there is a, a time in the life of man that God, God had to call for an emergency session? That men were going to do something and God had to, eh, if we allow this man, they will get it. That alone shows you the power of the human mind. That some men came together and said, we will build a tower that will, from the ground, will reach the heavens. It had solidified in their mind. They had not put a block on the ground. But God saw what they had built in their minds as a collective and said, look, we know what we created, though. As soon as it has crystallized in their mind, in their subconscious, nothing can stop it to come to pass. Let us go and scatter their language fast so that what this thing that they are proposing in their mind will not happen. What does that tell you about your mind? What does that tell you? It says, guard your heart because out of it flows, flows, out of it flows. It says, meditate on this day and night so that you can make your way prosperous. There are many things when we learn, when we learn, our prayer points will shorten. We will be able to even pray more for souls because even the agenda of you being in private sector, being in public service, being in the non-for-profit sector is for souls. The real transaction is souls. The souls of men. That's all we are battling for. Darkness and light, souls of men. That we can bring men into the knowledge of Christ and redeem them from hell. So I'll give an assignment. Go back into the series. Go back into the processes. Find yourself in it. And give me, personalize it. And submit a report. Personalize it. I know now that I'm saying submit a report. Oh, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. See. <laughs> I know we claim many things. But I hope you know the price of what you are claiming. It takes work. It takes work. It takes a lot of work. Are you willing to take up that work? The marketplace, I mean, a time will come where a new person will join this, you know, this aspect and we will have to send them back to the beginning. We'll have to send disciples who will take them because it's a process. It's a process. So you may not just be able to join us midway because we will take the pains. This is why it is spaced every two weeks. We'll take the pains to say, okay, where are you now? Where's your mind? What do you think about this? Because for sure, for sure, you must succeed. No. By the time you are done, whether you are going to your ministry, when, you know, whether you are staying in Somi or you are going to wherever God has called you, you will go as a weapon of war. Because I, I tell you to be honest, the marketplace is a battlefield and we are fighting. Every business you do, every contract you take is a battle. The end result is not just about the billions of dollars or the billions of naira or whatever it is. The end result is souls. If the end result at the end of your pursuit is not the source of men, 
Recalibrate. Recalibrate. Find yourself back in God's will. What is his will? What is his purpose? That all men will come to the knowledge of Christ. Shall we pray? Hmm. We're going to pray. Scripture says that he gives us the ability, the grace to do and to will. To will and to do. You see, we know the will of God is that souls be saved through the marketplace. The will of God is that souls be saved through the marketplace. And only he can grant us the wisdom. He says in the book of Proverbs, wisdom is standing standing at the, at the corner in the marketplace, shouting, come, come. And so wherever you are, if you can unmute, join us. For the next few minutes, we're just going to pray in tongues. I'm going to pray, ask God for grace. 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 Ask God for grace. Ask God for grace. Give me the grace to join in you. Give me the grace to follow through in the marketplace. Give me the grace to submit myself to the school of the spirit. Give me the grace, the diligence, the diligence to put in the work. Give me the grace to partner with your spirit. Give me the grace that I may become the version of who you want me to be. Give me the grace. Open your mouth and just pray. Shalendes kiparaton de ziba liba kote bashiate and zibereposhi katola dan zebeli kotosh Rata Barata <laughs> 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 
Jesus name we are praying. Amen. You see, please do not be a passenger. Do not be a passerby. Do not just be one who just seeks to, oh, okay, let me see what they're doing. No. Oh. Every great one. Do you know how many times you have had conversations? Oh, I know that man. Oh, we're in school together. Ah, he used to play football. May that not be your story in this journey of the marketplace. May that not be your story. That you just go through life. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever. Is a lie, Is a lie, That's a life assuming that there are no demons. He says the devil is roaring, looking, looking for who to devour. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, don't Sarah, nothing. You have to take your destiny by the gauntlet. Hmm. You have to. You have to. God, look, people make deals with God. You can't leave me this way. What is Jabez? You can't leave me this way. God needs you. God needs you, but you have to want it. It's not just going to say, oh, I created you, you know, I must, you No, you have to want it. Those who hunger and thirst. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Do you want to see Jesus revealed, Jesus glorified? How bad do you want it? Quit becoming a commentator on social media. Ah, this world has spoiled though. This has happened though. Hmm. This world is, what are you going to do about it? 
like the Americans would say, what you finna do about it? <laughs> what you gonna do? In heaven and on the earth, I've been given it to one. And that one says, I have given that to you. Isn't life already boring as it is? No, tell me. Just, you know, I mean, you're just recycling. Oh, how am I going to get a good man? I want a romantic man. I want some money. I mean, isn't life already just too boring? I mean, is that the essence of life? If that's all there is, man, I mean, I'm done. I pack my bag and knock on the heaven door heaven. Will you let me in? If that's all there's left in the world. But no. With our dying breath, Jesus will be revealed. Then one day you will rise up in glory. And they will say, thank you, my daughter. Thank you. Thank you. People of God. Please, I beg you. If you need help, you have friends. Somebody should paste the, the, the link to the room. And to be honest, if this is not your, your you know, what do you call it? Your pot of beans or your, you know, piece of soup. Kindly, kindly, you know, no problem. You know, it's, it's a honor. You know, um, we don't, you do, nobody has, it is not manipulation. We are not manipulating anybody. Mm-mm. You're going to be on here. You're going to, you're going to do the hard yards. You're going to work. You're going to work. So you can report me to BPP afterwards. Yeah, you guys are still going to work. You know, at least you obey the soldier's command first before you now complain. So you're going to work. Mm-hmm. Work. You know, I'm pers- even if we're 10, even if we're 10, hmm, let the lowest, let the least among us be mightier than the men of my dad, David. Because there are things David did not see that you have to see. So for now, the group has not really been active, intentionally so. But we just want, let's do this summary and let's become active. Many years down the line, you will be the one at the other, at the other end of this Zoom call, bringing people into this knowledge. Be equipped, be not half-baked. Let your, let your oil be full. Do not be like the five foolish virgins. Labor into this, into this dimension. There are dreams Lord have given you, huge dreams. See, let me, let me be honest with you, that your mind can think about something. It means that it already exists in the spiritual. Don't say it's too, that you can think about it. It says far above all you can ask or think. So the fact that your mind can conceive it is already a possibility. So, you know, get away from all those naysaying naysayers and hold on to Jesus. Oh, we're in the last dance of the earth and it will be so mighty. And I can look down on my eagle, look to, like, to look to the left of my eagle and see you. See you blazing the trail in your sector. See you doing incredible things for God. See Jesus, just heaven rejoicing because they have a daughter on earth. Reinforcements of angels working with you. Because you have chosen to believe him. I have chosen. 
But when we get to heaven, Mary is going to go like, yeah, you're like me, you're like me. You chose to believe God. You chose to believe the impossible. Oh, I choose to believe. Let it be to me according to your word. According to the word of prophecy concerning my life. And we have come to the end of my charge. <laughs> so God bless you. Join the group if you want to. Um, and please take this assignment serious. Listen again. You will see how we are going to be making references to all the messages BPP has been preaching. And how we're going to be applying. You know, you know, one of the biggest issues we have in the body of Christ is how do we apply? Oh, you will see. You will see how. Literally. Literally, that you're in the boardroom, that you're in the boardroom and you're having a tough negotiation and the old Lord just opens your eye and you see something wrong with one of the board chairman. You see something wrong with the board and you go like, hmm, my goodness. And then you call him and say, is there, sir, is there this, this? How did you know that? You think it's going to throw you away? No way. <laughs> no way. Yet, you are still the one delivering the highest numbers. Why? The main shark anointing. Oh, oh you, you see, you see, these things will leave the realm of theory and realm of, oh, we know the main shark. No. You know it's by the results you have commanded. Come on. I've commanded. Yeah. Before you round up, could you could you rephrase what the assignment was again, please, clearly? All right, the assignment is to go and listen again to all the sessions we've had about the marketplace, okay. all the sessions we've had, and find yourself. Make, a, make an identity statement of who you are out of those messages. Find yourself in those messages. Because what we need to do is to, your mind has been programmed for years and years, we need to reprogram it. We need to, we need to, we need to realign your mind and then begin to build again. So we've not even gotten into the, you see, we've not mentioned anything about anything that seems practical in the marketplace. We've not started yet. This is the first assignment. If we can find 10 persons who get this, then we can start. We can start. So that's the assignment. Okay. Thank you.